Hey guys, it's the 12th of October. It's the Strongman Show again. I'm joined by Marcus Charman. Uncle Loz is here. We've had a good, exciting weekend of Strongman. As always, mate, how's things? All good. All good this end. Uh, yeah, my tongue's working. Uh, I can get, just about get the words out. <laughs> um, but no, a very good, very good weekend. Uh, very very lucky to train with Mr. Terry Hollands on oh, Friday. Yeah, Mr. You've been... um, Mr. Sean Logan on the Saturday. I've decided to have a little bit of a dabble again. You've been rubbing shoulders with the greats. Yeah, it's been good fun. How is, yeah, um, good I mean, fun. obviously Sean's a great strong man. We know very well, but obviously most of our listeners are going to know who Terry Hollands is. Yeah. And obviously Terry's got worlds coming up. How's he looking? Um, Terry's on the mend from a hamstring injury. Uh, and it is, it is hindering me a little bit at the moment, which is why, uh, probably I was able to sort of train alongside him uh, rather than someone a bit more serious. But no, he's he's in uh, he's certainly in good spirits. He's very he's very sort of encouraged by I think the healing. You know, training went well. Uh, Friday was was great fun, uh, and uh, I think that's a great indicator when you're going into a competition. If it looks like you're having fun and you're enjoying what you do, it's uh, it's good. But then again, I've seen that now since Terry's finished the bodybuilding show, he's come back sort of reinvigorated figurated and um yeah he's he's i think i think you know what we got three weeks um the world's couple couple more than that i think is, is uh, it well we mid, mid oh yes yeah, it's, it's the start of um about four weeks um but no finished uh finished with a few yokes bit of hercules yeah he looks in fine fettle and i think once the confidence is up as well it'd be it'd be in good order it's good to hear knowing seeing terry enjoy it is an important factor yeah it's um Sometimes he doesn't always enjoy his strong man. You can see when he's when he's got a smile on his face and you see him having fun. It's it just makes it a lot more enjoyable to watch. I think sometimes I th- we we spoke about this briefly. Um, it's it's fine. It's you know both a bit weird and a bit funny to to listen to someone that's got that um, kind of like that national treasure sort of identity attached to him. You know, he's been around for decades. You know, you turn on the TV at Christmas, it's Terry Ollins there. He's around as much as the Queen, same as yourself over the years, and Mark Felix. Um, but where Terry's become invaluable, and I think it's nice that he, I hope he's certainly recognising it, is that a happy Terry when he's around other people is inspiring. Um, you know, I'll be honest, I've found all this very, very difficult over the last 18 months, two years, and train alongside like someone like him when he is encouraging, when he is you know, a happy lad. Um, it's a buzz. It's yeah. a buzz because you've got someone that is genuinely willing you over the line. And um, I've watched him do it over the last 18 months for others. Uh, and he's he's not the sort of dude, I think, that lends himself very well to being a coach because he does have lots of fingers in pies and he's got stuff he wants to do. But where Terry, I think, actually does have... Um, you know, potential to create a, an even deeper legacy than what he's got at the moment. He's a really good mentor. Yeah. He is the guy, you know, you, you've said over the years as well, he, he took to strongman very, very well. He's been one of the most talented athletes over the years. Um, but having him on your shoulder, it, you know, makes you feel 10 feet tall. So, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's an interesting point to come across sometimes because there's some incredible coaches out there. Yeah. But having that experience of being there and doing it Time and time again, uh, you know, every major show there is, experiencing all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, that is inval- invaluable to, to up-and-coming yeah. athletes. And to, to just be around someone like that, it's, um, you know, guys like Terry, Mark, you know, myself maybe included into that, 
you, we've just experienced not just how the sport was, but the transition yeah. to how it is now. And it, you experience, you know, the sport has changed a lot. And I've, I've said this many, many times, but sometimes some of the, the younger athletes do, not that they take it too seriously. You need to take it seriously, but they, yeah. they don't under, understand actually how, how things have changed so much and how, how much worse it was yeah. earlier on. With, with, and when I say worse, what I'm talking about is organization. You know, yeah. We talk about organization needing to improve now, but it's already way better. And you, know, you look at guys like Terry now, and particularly Mark Felix, being laid back helps them a lot. The yeah. reason you know, Mark can keep performing as he does, and he's actually better now than he was a few years ago with this, he's relaxed. Yeah. He has fun Again, with it, he enjoys it. Take, he doesn't takes let, it in his stride. And he doesn't let any of the situations that he can't control yeah. affect his performance, yeah. which is, you know, it, it, it's all very well when you go to a comp and you want everything to run smoothly and perfectly, but the just, just the reality is that doesn't happen. And this year, more than ever, that is going to be the situation. We've, um, like we said, we've got about four weeks to World's Strongest Man. So World's Strongest yeah. Man taking place in Florida, 11th to the 15th of November, we don't even have a final list of athletes yet. The reserves are, tr are changing all the time. Looks like Trey is in now, from, from yep. what I've heard. Trey Mitchell yeah, yeah. is officially in World's Strongest Man. We've got new names coming forward as reserves. Um, I, I, it's going to be a guessing game to see that final list, and I think it's going to keep changing right up until you know, game day, to be quite honest with you. And I think there is, a, there is potential that Worlds, as we know it, might not actually happen. Um, I still think so. I think there's, um, okay, you might have a show of sorts, but just the fact that we, you know, we look at the, the lack of travel, we look at the lack of access, um, you know, getting the people that have earned their way through uh, doesn't, doesn't look like probably 80% of them are going to be able to travel outside their own countries. Certainly no acceptance into the US. Um, the hard you know, thing is the rules changing weekly. You know, yeah. we've got new, new rules being released today in the UK, so we'll, we'll see what they say. Um, I, I, I think Worlds will happen. It Just like you say, it depends on... In like what, we had Europe's. It could you know, well be... It'll some, be a COVID rules style. And I, I think as an athlete that's not been invited, keep yourself ready. And be, yeah, be, yeah. get that call last minute, be ready to go. Because once you're seen once, it's, it's, you know, and you can prove yourself, it's an opportunity to then come back the, the following year and, or be invited to other big shows. So my advice for all those guys that are sort of knocking on that door, you know, make sure you stay ready because you just well, don't know what's going to happen this year. One of them, uh, you know, we spoke about only, what, two weeks ago, Wesley Claiborne has gone from, you know, guy on a sideline all of a sudden, the phone rings. The guy's in as an alternate, um, and you know, in the next forty-eight hours, if if a country decides that's it, you're not travelling, or we're not accepting I, I, him, that you, alternate's in. And I'll tell you what: as bad as this is, if you're in the states and you're a good athlete, make sure you stay ready. Yeah, because we got like so Bobby Thompson's in. Yeah. You know, it's it, you it's, know, it's, it's, it makes down. sense that you've got those guys. You know, utilize them. You know, but let's not get too het up in the fact that such and such isn't going to be there. That's that's same as it has been for Europe. So let's just get a comp on. It is what it is. And let's just try and, you know, I agree. let's try and sort things out for next per year. Perfect world is, is always different. Yeah. Um, but right now we just need, we need, this I, I think, I think it's exciting because it's not like, and it's no disrespect to some of the people that made Europe's because some of these guys are my friends, but, when you look at the raft of talent that you have got in the US and 
the way that it's all structured and they do have a structure of you know two professional ranks as it goes through there are people that are just under the radar but they're good enough yeah. and now we get to see them so maybe something like this isn't a bad thing because do you know what it unearths you know those people those new talents I've, I've that have been doing this, it for 10 years i've said you this know. many times you know we have to give the new guys that yeah. opportunity you can't just go to world's strongest man just on your past merit yeah you know i've said i've said myself if i decide to, to get back into strongman i don't want to be handed you know a no. trip to world you want to know you earned I it i want to qualify for worlds because yeah. i want to be good enough to compete and yeah. that's you know a lot of these youngsters they they they're more than good enough and they just need that opportunity so like i said stay ready we'll know more i guess over the next few weeks but yeah unfortunately off the back of something that happened at the weekend there's one lad that's probably you know he's just not going to make worlds regardless uh, and that is rob kearney and I know, uh, you know, even Rob said in his post-lift interview, you know, it's part of the sport, this happens. And I don't know whether it's just because of his nature and the way he goes about his business, but there's certain people you're hurt for when you see it happen. You know, and you do understand it, but it's just like, <sighs> that boy's been unlucky. You've been, so, you've, you've been sort of shoulder to shoulder with him um, where he tears out on stones, um, you know, and it cost him a place. Um, now if this has happened and you know and it's at a time when you're, what you're trying to do is you're trying to fill the blanks in to keep the sport ticking forward he's put his you know he's put his hat in the ring um, for records and he's done it for the entertainment of the sport and to bring it all through and he brings a great focus and he brings a great character and charisma to it to see to see him sort of tear out it's just like oh man I am gutted and if you know I'm, hopefully you will be watching but as I said before, kiddo, I wish you a very, very speedy recovery. And I know a number of people around the world will be as well. Uh, without question. Rob is such a well-liked athlete, particularly like yeah. with, within the sport he's really liked. You yeah. know, there's, I don't know anyone that says a bad word about him. He's no. a genuine person. And I think you can't help but admire the determination of the man. He's not the genetic freak, you know. No. He's a smaller framed hard working yeah you know, hardest worker in the room and that's when you've that, got the alignment to like then when you've got the alignment to someone like Derek Poundstone who's going to test that and has done yeah. you know uh, and what he's accomplished you just got to say that is down to one thing and one thing alone. that's just grit I like, like, you, like you said I mean I've I think over the years because of what I've been through personally I've become hardened to injuries yeah I sort of you know I remember the first one and the second one and the third one and how devastated I was. And then it's like, right, I'm injured now. I just got to get on with it. And, and, and I, I know Rob's mentality. Yeah. He's going to be disappointed. Who isn't going to be disappointed when they get injured? You know, he's going to miss out on going to worlds. He's missed out on a chance at breaking his American record. And it is devastating because the time and effort that you put in to pick yourself up and, and get yourself in shape for these things. But one thing with Rob, he's a mentally tough character mm -hmm. and he will be back and he'll yeah. be better than ever. He'll learn from this. And, and that's the one thing you have to do when you do get an injury. Make sure you learn from it. Why did you get injured? Yeah. Understand, you go through that process. Was I hydrated enough? Was my eating good enough? Was the weight just too much? And sometimes you have to kind of ask yourself these questions. Yeah, did I off, the back of a pre off the back of a previous effort, which is and for it's, Max. It's, yeah. a, it's a hard thing to accept. But sometimes you've got to kind of step up and just say, right, I didn't do everything I could. And that being said, there's always, you know, this is a high-risk sport that we do. Sometimes 
shit happens, <laughs> you know, and it's just, it's just one of those things. And it is devastating, but every single athlete puts themselves in this position. Yeah. You know, we, we, we know the risks. Yeah, yeah. You, you try and do everything you can to prevent it. Sometimes it goes wrong and it's not just strongman. And people go, oh, strongman is a dangerous sport. You are, you've been a pro in two sports. Was there injuries in cricket? Was there injuries in football? Yes, there is yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah. On a weekly basis, someone's getting injured. It's just the, the risk of, of top level sport. Unfortunately, it happened to Rob, but the guy will be back. No question at all. And last time he got injured, you're talking about when um, Rob was at the North Americans and he, he, he popped a rib actually. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he was devastated because he dropped out. He was battling for the you know podium spot first place and unfortunately dropped right out of qualifying spot for World's Strongest Man that year. He got better, he came back, and he came back a much better athlete. The determination yeah, yeah. of those setbacks yeah. is what makes you succeed in the end. The winning... And it's, it's that whole thing. bit, of, as you say, that accountability to when you're injured. The, you know, the, I think for a lot of people, if you go through... And it's, it's understandable, because you'll look at the work that you've put in, and then you'll feel, it's, like, do you know what, it's almost wasted. You know, I'm just sat here on the sides now, I can't do anything. But for those people that are accountable and you've got an eye on actually what you do, there's always something you can do. You know, first ever comp, I tear my bicep out. One of the things I wasn't very good at is squatting. I learned to squat. I used my time wisely. I realized there was other things that actually, do you know what, I've neglected or maybe I was strong in an area and I just put it on the back burner. I can now, I have no excuses now. There's always something that you can do. And as long as you can keep that whole thing going forward, you know, I think training... I'm not saying training when you're injured is a sensible thing, but training sensibly when you're injured to bring something up to speed is a very, very good thing to do because what that using that whole, you know, there's nowhere else to go. This is all I have. I'm going to use it. You find out quite a lot about yourself when you're injured and seeing what you're capable of doing. And normally it unlocks a few different levels you may not have even been aware of. That's why I do agree that you can come back from injury a far stronger person. Without question, without question. Anyway, we'll move on to Luke Stoltman. Yes. Luke attempting, firstly, well, let's look at his warm-ups. So obviously, both, both, you know, it was billed as a head-to-head between the two, going yeah. for Zadrinus' world record for the God knows how many times now this record has been attempted. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. it, and we, we've said it many times, but very, very quickly, you know, it, is, it seriously is an incredible record. Yeah. Now, the record didn't get broken, okay? And... To be quite honest, I didn't expect it to be. I thought it was a little bit too soon for, for Luke. I just didn't think Rob was at that level yet. Um, that's, you know, again, no disrespect to, to the guys. I think Luke got extremely close first time round. The yeah. body just needs that break. And obviously with World's Strongest Man coming up, those guys are focused yeah. on the events that they have at Worlds, not just these records. Um, that being said, Luke attempted the British record and he put up an absolutely beautiful lift. Yeah. He really, he nailed it because his previous, his 211 previous to the record attempt didn't look excellent. You know, it was, a, it was a decent lift. You'd be like, yeah, great lift, but it looked like there wasn't an awful lot left. He came back and he was fired up for this lift. You know, yeah. and you don't always see this with Luke. He really let the adrenaline out. And it paid off for this lift. He came and he smashed it. He put 221, fixed it overhead, held it for a good amount of time, got the down signal from Zadrinus. No one can question this lift. It was a great lift. New British record for Luke Stoltman. I know there's going to be a Mr. Hicksy that is, you know, yeah. is 
it's going to be, and he will be, you know, when you're a British record holder in anything, and probably the man that people really think has the best chance at the world record right now, maybe along with Ian Bibby. Um, but Ian Bibby's quiet. He's not doing anything. So he's yeah. been invited. And, and this is the thing. Ian Bibby has been invited to these events. Yeah. He's, he's, from what I've heard, picked up a bit of an injury and is just kind of nursing that right now, trying to get himself better for later in the year. But Graham's the one that people are talking about. Graham, again, he was invited to this event, unfortunately, wrist injury when he went for the British record. Now, the conditions when he went for the British record were extreme. He was doing it in a gale Sub, from the Suboptimal, wind. I think they call it. Suboptimal. Yeah. But I, I think these two guys are going to... And I, I really think they should focus on pushing the British record up yeah. and not worry about the world's. And I think yeah. that will just happen. The world's yeah. will happen. Bit for bit. For bit. You know, Sometimes next, you just six, push that six a months, little bit too hard. Yeah, six months' it, time, Hicksy takes it back. Then Luke comes at him. And before you know it, we're at 228. Yeah. And that leap now to take a world record isn't so because while you get obviously the comments, you go, oh, it's only this, it's only that, you know, it doesn't make level. a difference. If Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, let's, you take the average, let's take an average gym bro. Let's put the absolute max he can lift on a bar. And then, you know, I've always said is I'll half bite a jelly bean and stick on it. If what the, if what you lifted before was your max, you can't shift the jelly bean, no. you know, and it, it is, as you said, it is a phenomenal feat of strength that Zadrunas has put up because it stood the test of time so well. And it shows, and I know people are going to say, yeah, but Eddie was really close. Hicksy was really close. You know, um, close. Luke was really, really close. But that's it. That's the fine margin. That is the difference between, you know, a, that is the difference between a world record and not getting it. But it's also the fine margin of what elite sport is. You know, with what you've got, in terms of who do you think, in terms of pure power output, Hicksy is... I don't think Hicks is rivaled really in terms of power output. And it, then you look at, you know, in terms of Luke for efficiency, I have never seen someone clean weight like that and make it look as you said, you know, you sometimes need weight to feel like you can get going. His cleans at two thirty are ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous to come back after you failed and then just still rag it up. It's you almost look at it just, and just, say, just, Do you know just what? For anyone out there, if you have a log at your gym, go and load it up to 230 kilos and just try and deadlift it. Yeah. Try and get it to the knees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, will, yeah. It, it will really make you understand. I'm, ama I'm amazed they you. still have carpals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, fair play to you, SPD, because with whatever you've made, it keeps their wrist intact. You know. But I'm amazed they still got carpals. It's, it really, and it, you know, you have to give Zadrunas that credit yeah. for, let's remember, he set this record in a full competition. He broke it, you know, in full competitions time and time again. The man never had the opportunity in his prime to go for the record like the, the guys yeah. do now. And, you know, the sport's evolved. It's great that these guys are getting these opportunities, but you have to give respect to the guys that, that set the way. And, and Zadrunas' record, I mean, he's, he's talking about break, coming back and breaking it himself. I was going to say that. Yeah, he has actually, he's, you know, the guy sat there long enough and he's probably just went, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, you know, after he, he had a few injuries, he had nerve yeah. damage, he had shoulders issues um, and hamstring issues as well. And he, he just wasn't at his best when he was trying to break that record again the last couple of years. Yeah. He looks a bit fresher now. Uh, personally, I think he's I think he's too old now, and he can turn too many miles and, on the clock. You no, know, he can he can prove me wrong, and I'll be the first person to congratulate him. But father time does catch up with you, and I, I certainly believe in his prime. If he was pushing it, we may have seen a two forty log, 
He, he yeah. really was, you know. A, a, yeah, yeah, unsurpassed. But we've we've had the likes of Iron Bibby attempt this record. We've had the likes of Eddie Hall, you know, Graham Hicks, all, all these incredible names. Luke, obviously, Zadrunas yeah. has tried himself a few times, a number of times actually. No one's got it yet. That shows you how impressive it is, and it, 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 you have to kind of give that number respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing. I I I'm quite glad. I'm quite glad it's all over now. Just not just because of a spectacle, because I love seeing it. But you know as well as I know, you go into this the second time, and I did think for Luke. We spoke about it last week. You, you shot your bolt. You know, it's it's so gargantua thing. We've seen Zadrunas when he chased it, and the the more times he chased it, the worse it got. And you ever, the harder you ever it was see the guys watch. in the gym, or, or, or been the guy in the gym where you're trying to lift like your first three hundred kilo deadlift? And you try it week one and you get really, really close and you think next week I'll get it. You come back next week and you try 300 again and suddenly it's not quite as close. And then you try again in the third week and you can't even get it off the floor. It's, yeah. you know, it's that mentality. You've got to back off. You've got to then work towards, yeah. you know. And I think this whole break, having, having the focus on Worlds, you know, from an athlete perspective, it, there's pros and cons to if Worlds actually happens. Um, but I think then just to go into 2021, and then hopefully a few of these boys, they cross paths a number of times and that's where it inches it up. And that's where I think that you stand a fighting chance because it is blooding in that competition that makes it, it, it just makes it a bit easier because you respond. Every single one of these guys will respond better to that stimulus because you haven't, you, you can be in a sort of more sedentary environment you can be in that sort of more stoic environment and just say, all right, okay, it, it's, I think that's hard. I really do think that's hard. Mm. When you've got pressure, when you've got that applied to you, and it doesn't matter what's through the end, end of a camera lens, but when you've got 10,000 eyes on you in a crowd, if you are of that nature, which you should be by now, you know, with pressure, you make diamonds. And that's where things really happen, especially the, when you've got the dude breathing down your neck behind you. That's the, the one thing that we've missed this year is yeah. that... You know, it's great, and not just strongman, but all sports. It's great mm. that we can still see things happening behind closed doors, whether it's full competitions or yeah. these individual events. But I do miss that added atmosphere of a live crowd. Yeah, and that's the one. The me, one thing that's me, been the positive to, for this. I used to kind of really respond to people screaming your name and cheering, and you know that that lifts you. In, in the gym, I always found it hard to, to bring that, that best out of me, you know, with just your mate yeah. watching or something like that. Unless you're stood side by side with someone. And, and the stimulus for me is being weak. You know, I, I, I haven't felt, I haven't Relative felt good. Terms, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't felt good until recently. When I stand next to someone that's been at Worlds and then you're chasing them, then I can find a gear. I can find a little bit more about it. And I think that's the same when it comes to these. With what's happened with the online side of it, it has been fantastic. It genuinely has. Why? Because it's kept, it's kept people busy. It's kept them active. It's kept the other athletes' eyes on the sport, which is important because it keeps them honest. Because do you know what? We've seen someone advance, oh, Christ, I better step my game up a little bit rather than sat there just eating Haribo all day. You know, and then you've got the whole thing of what would we always look for when it comes through to competition? You can prep for it, but we can't, we, can't, we can't quantify the want. 
Well, I guarantee if you're a proper athlete and you've been sat around twiddling your thumbs, I really want to compete. You'll learn as much about yourself through this period and sitting there watching it, knowing how badly now you miss it. Bodies have hopefully had a chance to heal. Obviously, we've got a few casualties along the way, but I guarantee it's pain and significance compared to where we were you know, throughout an entire condensed year. The, the beauty about what's happened with this as well is I think there was a fear of, you know, oh, we've got this tiny little window towards the tail end of the year from October, you know, late September, October would be fine. Let's just cram a fuckload of competitions in towards the tail end of the year. That's where I'd be looking and saying, do you know what? I'm really worried about my boys. I'm really worried about athletes here. The fact that it's going to be limited and hopefully we get a clean clean break from, say, March onwards next year, we can be strategic, we can plan, because the one thing we cannot cope without, we can't cope without athletes. We want to see them in good, but if they can all come back ticking and hopefully with new names, new faces, stuff that we've uncovered along the way, 2021 is going to be a great year and then we can capitalise on it. I keep my fingers crossed that it is, mate. Uh, I really hope yeah, you don't see another year like this one. But um, we're, it's one of those things right now. We've just got to play by ear. Take it yeah. week by week, month by month, and um, focus on what, what does turn up. You know, we're seeing yeah, you, you can do what you can do. That's it. Exactly that. Control what we can control. Right. On to Sweden's Strongest Man happened this weekend. And it uh, looked like a really good show. I didn't get a chance to watch it. I wanted to watch yeah. the live stream, but I had to spend time with the family. Not that that's a bad thing by any means. Wife no. is over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I did kind of keep an eye on what was happening. And uh, Johnny Hansen, winning Sweden's Strongest Man 2020. This guy has been to Worlds a couple of times. Incredible. A really good all-round athlete. Not yeah. the, not the you know, static monster that you might see. I mean, I say that. He lifted some good numbers. So let's look He's at... He's a big uh, unit. He is a big, big boy, that one. He's about 175 yeah. kilos, and he's like 6'7", six, 6'8", six, something like that. Yeah. He's a, known as, as Handsome Hansen yeah, on yeah. Um, Instagram. Look him up if you haven't seen this guy. He's a um, very, very good athlete. So he won the log... Well, he was joint first in the log for Max with 190 kilos, which... Like I said, is an excellent lift. We get spoiled by these record attempts that we're seeing yeah. week in, week out. 190 for a pro-level athlete that's good all round is still exceptionally good. Yeah. I think we have been spoilt and almost warped into a sense that a 180, 190 log isn't impressive. No. Trust me, it's going to get you big points in a competition. We were only two years ago when we were saying, you know, in order to be, you need that 160 up. That was two, three years ago. We were yeah. talking about you need that one sixty up. Now we're one eighty. You know, just now. A, yeah, exactly. In just two years, because I, mean, we, I remember stood at Europe's and we we, we were still stood behind there, just going, do you know what? This at one particular point, you know, you're watching guys warm up with one eighty, and you're saying, right, do you know what? If I don't if I don't get off the mark with one ninety, I'm not even in the hunt. Yeah, that's madness. It is absolutely it's, madness. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you look at look at Europe's this year. Only one man went over one uh, over one eighty. Yep. And okay, the conditions were tough, but this is a regular occurrence in yeah. in huge competitions. Yeah. It's making sure you, you get those numbers when it counts. And um, obviously, Hicksy went and did the two twenty, but second place, joint second place, was one eighty. The guys yeah. were missing out on the the two hundred. It's a it's a big big number. So log for Max one hundred and ninety kilos. Farmers walk one hundred and fifty kilo farmers. He comes in with the win. This guy moves really well. Good yeah, athletic yeah. build. Also on the yoke, 430 kilo yoke. And he, he was second on this event. Um, 340 deadlift for axle bar deadlift for reps. So again, a good solid weight. He comes in with third place. 
just consistent, solid performances. Top three yeah. on every single event. Um, a 200 kilo cross, like a, a cross carry. So for distance. Yeah. And he comes in third again on this event. And then the only event he wasn't top three in, and I, I didn't watch it, but you know, when you look at the final scores, Martin Forsmark was in second place. There's only a point and a half between them by the end. Um, Frederick Svensson was in third. But I think Johnny has just done enough to get one point and, and take the win. Because if you look at the yeah. scores after the five events, he was clearly well ahead of the rest. Um, so I'm guessing he's just done enough to get the win. Yeah, top um, management. Just a bit of smarts. Yeah. Congratulations to Johnny. He's, yeah. uh, like I said, he's a great athlete. He seems to be getting better. Um, yeah, his friend Johannes Aho presenting the trophy to him. Who is, oh, yeah, yeah, I did see that. Who, who looks amazing. I know it's weird to become, see a he's guy. He's become a tennis he, player now. Yeah, yeah. He, he, just, he does look in great order. He does look in great order. But also, healthy. hats off to the, uh, the Swedes for, for running that comp as he did because that's a sensible comp. That's heavy, but it's not. It's not an athlete killer. It's not breaking it, them, you know. No, no, and and that's that you want a run to the end. You know, people are in with a shot. That sounds. That's a sweet spotted comp. You know, I know everyone. Oh yeah, let's have five hundred joke. No, no, let's not go down that road again. Let's not see three people barely move it. That's a really good. So, so whoever put that together, fair play to you, because that's that's a proper competition. Yeah, good solid events. Good list of yeah. athletes. One of my guys, Marcus Ingevison, he came first on the. Who, the, um, who was Marcus, that? Who was that? Marcus Ingevison. He's um, yeah, no, right. you know, I'm not the greatest at presenting <laughs> these um, these foreign names, and I'm the worst for it because. Yeah. <laughs> My name and is you, I was just saying, you whinge all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't whinge. When do I whinge? <laughs> but um, yeah, he took first place in the cross carry, which I was very impressed yeah. with. He's um, he's coming on. But uh, so is that literally just like a big sort of steel cross and pick up and run? Yeah, like a big kind of metal cross that they've got to carry, yeah. like a Husafell stone almost. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. For, for distance. So good, big heavy weight. But yeah, Johnny Hansen taking the win in Sweden's strongest man. A good list of well athletes. Done, I'm hoping that Johnny's going to get an invite to Worlds. I don't know if he has or not. Again, I haven't seen the official list. I'm not sure if it was a qualifier, but if it's not, it definitely deserves to be. Yeah, and, and normally, hopefully will be for next year. Normally, we do see some Swedish guys at the yeah. Worlds. So, fingers crossed for him, he gets that invite. Right. What else have we got this week? Let's go to the Caveman Corner. because Yeah, it's going to chew up a little bit of time this one um so i don't know how we're going to position this one for today whether we're going to run some of the videos towards the tail end because i say videos because we don't have one we have two um and that is off the back of talking about both um andrea's uh, world record donna's world record um and looking at their impact on the sport for the for the ladies especially in the open class um we actually have in the uk uh, two other world record holders uh in Annabelle Chapman, who has the world record for Axel at 120 kilos, um, which is impressive in its own right. But also, wait until you see what she can actually do, because I think she's going to break that again and again and again. Um, her overhead work, especially with Axel, is phenomenal. Uh, and Kim Best, Kim Best, based up in, in Scotland, has the world record for yoke uh, of 350 kilos. And again, it's, you'll see... 350 kilos? 350 kilos i know that's that's a weight yeah. that a lot of you know men would struggle with. like some of the top un I, I know under 105 guys that struggle in fact i know heavyweights that struggle with one like, 350 yoke yes yeah. it's, it's that's yeah 
Have, having finished what I just finished with Terry on Friday, I wouldn't want to get under a 350. What, what did you do on Friday? Uh, we got up to 300. Um, and I, you know, the, the return run was horrific. It was awful. <laughs> it's just hateful. And that's only 300 kilos. Um, but Kim, <laughs> as you'll see in her video, she, she, she has pain management issues and a few bits and pieces. Uh, and she does this to help with it. But this okay. is someone that has adopted kind of pushing herself to cope and that's amazing she's not she's not been doing it very long so yeah. i think there's some there's some extraordinary things as i say we've got two women in the uk you know one based up in the uh the northwest one up in scotland that have got two world records you add that to what we've got with donna uh, and andrea we are truly truly blessed but you know when the videos come up take a look pay them a bit of attention pay them a bit of love um and just as I say appreciate some of the talent that we've got here in the uk yeah, so as you can see, we are absolutely blessed to have two, well, another two world record holders, you know, from these shores. Um, there is a raft of people coming through, and we've spoken about this before, but just to give a little bit of, a little bit of light, not just to them, but to also show the impact that people, where you've got a trailblazer like Donna Moore, when you've got someone that has chased then Donna and become, you know, this absolute gargantuan entity herself in you know andrea thompson with three world records in one year and just to look at the momentum that carries so whilst these girls may look at it and just say do you know what you know i'm chasing them also take one look at what you can be because i guarantee that donna when she started didn't think she would have had the impact that she had andrea even probably from two years ago and she's already won britons twice by then would have probably thought that she's had the impact that she's got now but that knock-on effect. So the one thing I'd say to both Kim and to Annabelle is you are that next generation. You are that next in line that are going to be inspiring people. And trust me, you... Maybe even more so as well. I mean, the sport is growing. Yeah. We're getting more opportunities. You know, yeah. who, who knows how far these sports can, can progress. And we saw it with like mixed martial arts where at one stage it was just about the heavyweight men. Now yeah. the women are popular. The lighter weight categories are popular. It's become yeah. much more, you know, entertaining. And you know, you're starting to see that shift in strong man, strong woman. Now we're seeing incredible, incredible performances from the lighter weight categories, yeah. not just the performances, but the characters are coming through. Now social media helps that so much. Yeah. Whereas, you know, 10 years ago when it was just hit, there you go, there's world's strongest man on TV. You see a couple of guys, doing their stuff, lifting stuff up. But now you can follow these guys, you know, on a daily basis. You see what they get up to. You get behind the people that you like. You boo the people you don't like, you know. Um, and the, the women have got the opportunities now. Like you say, Donna and, and Andrea wouldn't have expected to, to be where they are now. And no. I personally want to see them even higher up, you know. Getting yeah, the and I think that's exactly what... I think that's exactly what's going to happen because as we said about the like the the log record you know these are all little records well not little records these are all world records that are they, they've come about kind of organically they've just because the person is that good what's going to happen and i can i i think this is just a, a sensible flow of how the sport works is because all of a sudden these people will start meeting again and then they're under pressure and then those levels are rising. They spur one another on, very much like the Graham thing and the Luke thing. You know, get them in competition, they're going to push each other. You know, it, soon it's not going to be just Donna. It's not going to be just Andrea. It's not going to be – there's be five or six people that in different events are pushing one another, and then it just takes the sport on. Yeah. You know, because if you think 
what you know Andrea's done with a log is impressive. She will take it further. If you think what she's done with a deadlift, she will take that with, further. With, and it's with, the same with all these women. They are capable of more because the further down their line, the we more don't know what any of us are capable of. No, you, when you, bec- I mean, you look at Eddie when he did that 500 kilo deadlift. Yeah, he had the the vision to believe it was possible. No one believed. It. I, I I was there. You know, I remember Andy Bolton being the world record holder. Then Benedict Magnuson, he took it up to like. 460 you know we were looking at four maybe maybe 465 those kind of numbers eddie was like sod that i'm going 500 yeah and all of a sudden hathor bjornson comes along and goes well if he can do 500 i can do 500 and you know it's that mentality that we monkey see monkey do that yeah. whole thing yeah you know, it may it you know you you need someone absolutely fucking unrelenting to be able to just say do you know what that to me is reality i and don't the, care the, and the then other, it opens the window yeah the other thing is you know, I, I get people asking me all the time, is, oh, what do you reckon I could lift next year, this time next year? It's like, how long's a piece of string? How, yeah. how, how much work are you prepared to put in? You know, how deep are you, how hard are you willing to go with, with, yeah. with everything what, that you need to do? What do you I, want to sacrifice? What yeah. else are you going to leave behind? You know, some people, they want to lift 300 kilos, yeah. but they, they don't want to, you know, sacrifice a night out with their mates. <laughs> they want to get hammered every, you know, weekend yeah. or every... Well, this is something we've spoken about before. That's not, you know, in that case, and if you don't understand the word want, you ain't going to get there. Yeah. So it, it all comes down to, to the determination, the belief in yourself. Are you willing to put the work in? And, you know, there's, there's so many factors. It, as simple as it is, it, it comes down... I mean, it's, you know, we can all want something. Everyone wants something, but it's who's willing to put the work in that it yeah, takes... Yeah. Who's willing to get up two hours earlier and go to bed two hours later to get the extra food in that they need? You know, who's willing well, that's to, the thing. That's why we call them the 99%. The 99% who's willing to do the, the recovery work day in, yeah. day out to, 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 you know, make those improvements? Yeah. Are you willing to look at yourself and really assess where your weaknesses are, where your yeah. strengths are, what you need to work on? There's so many factors to this. You know, we can all just say, sit there and say, oh, we want it. Yeah. I mean, I've, I, I know plenty that, of guys. That's, what, that's and you, they say it, but they don't mean it. That's why I say that 99%, 99% of the population go to work. They say they want a better job. They want a nice car. They want a holiday. Yet you turn up at nine o'clock and you're packing your bag at five to five. You don't fucking want it. No. You'd like it. You don't exactly. know how. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that. that's it. it. Because normally, because it's an aspirational thing in terms of, oh, that looks good. You know, or maybe I can just dip a toe in. No, the I, reason why that person's got it is because they pushed like crazy. They it's a real, it's a real funny it. thing because some people talk to me. They're like, do you like coaching just like your average person that just wants to train? I was like, I like coaching anyone that's willing to, to whatever level you want to get to. If you're willing to work hard, I love coaching you. Yeah. But the only time I get upset with people is when they give me all the, I really want it, blah, blah, blah. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And then they don't. Then yeah, I get yeah. upset. It's because, you know, if I turn around to you now, I say, I don't want it as much as I used to. Yeah. And I, I'm okay with that. I still love training. I still want it to be a part of my life. I still want to try and improve a little bit. But my goals have changed. I'm not, you know, hell bent on driven or on becoming the world's strongest man. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there's going to be a time for some people where that is what they want to do. And if that is the case and that's your goal, do everything you can to do it. Don't just sit there saying, oh, that guy's lucky because he's got this or that. You know, make sure you put the effort in to become the best you can be. It's, yeah. it's important. And, and likewise, if all you want to do is just enjoy the training, that's okay as well. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And we'll focus on that slower progress and having that balance in life. And I, I genuinely think that's a great thing as well for, yep. for a lot of people. The longer be you honest stay on with the road, yourself. The longer you stay on the road, the longer you stay on a certain path, 
The more comfortable you can be in that environment, the more you see. The more you see, the more you understand where your two feet are. You know your foundation. That self-accountability take time to look. Sure. Then you can understand what you want. You can have a goal and objective in, way out in the distance. But if you're not concentrating on the here and now, putting left foot, right foot, and concentrating on not making mistakes, you know, that just seems out of reach. You concentrate on the here and now, edge towards it, and all of a sudden you start realizing a little bit more about yourself. Do you know what? Maybe I can push harder. Maybe I've actually been lying to myself. Maybe I actually, do you know what? I felt like I was going to die after that rep, but two minutes later, I felt all right. Could I, could I do more? The moment those questions start coming into your head, what can I actually do? That's then up to you. That's your accountability. That is then what you start finding out. Do you know what? Maybe there's a little bit more to me. That's when you understand what want is. Because then you start to want to know a little bit more. You know, and it translates to so many different things. You know, you hand over something, and, you, know, you know, Jackie, you've been offered this job. You know, they want you to go to account manager. First thing what creeps through most people's head, I probably don't deserve it. Someone's going to be better than me. That's true of so many people. And it's not until you put yourself in this position when you realize that your own brain is sort of lying to you about stuff. And, yeah. you know, and this is why I say this training, this environment, this you know, thing of you know, self-accountability it, for this sport is so useful to real life as well. It, 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 like you say, you can transition it to so many different things. And it's, it's often surrounding yourself by those people that are motivated. Don't be around the people that just yeah. say, nah, you're never How many it, of your friends on the way up how many of your friends, when you started doing this, told you what could or couldn't be done? Yeah, loads. When they've done fuck all. Loads. I, I, I can, I can genuinely, and yeah. I remember this, and it's, you know, he's a good friend from school, but I remember clearly one of my friends saying, what, like, I was buying some supplements, I was buying some whey protein at the time. Yeah. And like you do, as a, you know, he's new into it. He's like, why are you doing that? You're never going to be at that level. Yeah. And something switched in my head. It was like, yeah. I'm going to fucking me. prove you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna, yeah, you know, I never said anything to him, but no. just inside, I was like, all right, I'll show fuel. you. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's, and that's the thing. That's that's what, why this is. You got to stay in this sport. You got to stay in it and just you know. Start Doesn't happen overnight. Change, no, no. Start Doesn't changing your environment because the more that's why you end up gravitating. I saw a comment the other day, um, which is fair enough. I can totally understand because here I am with a legitimate sporting legend and people are going to look and say, just a, who the fuck is that guy? Who I am is the person that stayed in this long enough and started to learn about it. And I don't hold any records. I don't any, hold any rights. I don't claim to be strong. I claim to be persistent enough, love the sport. And what I was able to do was carve out something within this where I could actually stand shoulder to shoulder with some legitimate legends and they understood who I was and why I trained. And it was because of that self-honesty and accountability. And it's a case of just staying in it long enough to find out who you truly are, because it's only within this sport. And here I am approaching my 43rd year. I actually do know who I am. You know, and that's what is important about this sport and what's important about the people in it. And you may with be in a gym, you may be with some training partners, and you still might have to just move. You just might have to leave that environment and go be better elsewhere. Go be weaker elsewhere. Start at the bottom rung again and keep climbing because that's where you find yourself. And then all of a sudden, when you think you're alone, you have this tight-knit community of people that may have known you for five minutes, but they know you. You know, I'm saying goodbye shortly to, you know, one of my best friends that I have known a whole three years of my life. And he is one of my best friends in Sean Logan. He's moving out to New Zealand. 
but there's a reason why he's one of my best friends because I know him inside out, he knows me inside out, and it's through this sport. Yeah. It's honest and it's fair to a point. You know, and as I say, that's it's only within this you get that when you give everything because people know. It's the same reason I know you. People know. You can spot it's... the ones that say they want it and you can see those that try and put everything out to try and own that own that moment. So yeah. Yeah. You can you can clearly see the people that it means everything to just, just, you know, I've, I've, I've had many chats with, you know, you, you, I talk about like friends from school or whatever. And it's, it's like, I don't sometimes with, with other friends, you don't feel they understand. No. Whereas when people kind of, you know, if, you know, me and Terry, for instance, we, we've had times where we haven't got on and stuff like that. But I think there's always been that mutual respect because we both appreciate the graph that you have to go through on a daily basis to do what we've done. None of you boys clip your fingers just to be here because you wanted to. No, it's, every, it's hard. Everything you know, was earned. And you, you know the pain that each other's gone through and, yeah. you know, the sacrifice and, and the, the jubilation when you kind of succeed. And, you know, it's, but it's, it's enabled so many great friendships. Yeah. And it, it, that only comes first... through hard work and, yeah longevity in, in, this is the this. thing i said about some of the boys that have got all the way through and girls that get all the way through and it will get more and more apparent to them the further and further they are into the sport you have to keep this tight-knit you have to be honest with these you know other athletes because they are going to be some of the only people on this planet that get where you're going to be either at towards a, you know the middle of a career towards the tail end of a career and then when it's over you can sit in a room full of a hundred fans. There, mo there won't be any person in that room that truly understands where you're at. And that's what I think has been one of the most special things to see within this. As you say, the camaraderie post what happened to Rob Kearney, the camaraderie that happened you know, within you know, your side of things as well. There's genuine emotion when, when, you, when you got injured because they knew. Mm. Certain people knew. And you just don't get that through through experience you don't get that through many other sports as well but if you're at the start of your journey in this and you've got aspirations and you've got desires and stuff like that it's great you know you can pin your hopes on you know wanting to win worlds that's fantastic you shouldn't be in a sport like this if you're not prepared to sort of push the envelope and try but the greatest thing you're going to get out of this is an understanding of true self the greatest thing you're going to get an through this is a door that is going to open up here that tells you who you truly are now that person is capable of anything you just got to stay the path long enough be surrounded by the right people ask the right questions and don't bullshit yourself good advice mr charman <laughs> we try we, we try. do right last thing this week we've got um this weekend is the last of the world ultimate strongman feats of strength and they are finishing the way they started with a deadlift for Max. We have Ivan Makarov, yeah. who must be is, chomping at the bit. <laughs> he is hell bent on breaking yeah. this record. It's something he's had his eyes on for a while now. He's attempted a couple of times. He's getting closer and closer. He's lifting some ridiculous numbers in the gym. We have Raoul Heindler, who is fresh off his 400 kilo deadlift for reps, yeah. which is just cross, uh, that was just fit. yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> And one of my favourite strongmen, he's not going for the, for the world record, but he's going for the Masters world record, so over 40 years of age. He is um, Misha Shivlikov, who is just 
so awesome to watch. Whether whether he wins or loses, you you know with him you're going to get effort. Yeah. That's you know there, there's there's many of us out there that will will hold back a little bit if we have to. This guy doesn't know the meaning of the word hold back. Every single time I see him compete, he gives a hundred percent, and he loves to entertain a crowd, whether it's virtual or in real real life. I, I think he's looking in better form as well. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting. He looked a little bit out of sorts in the previous one, the head to head yeah, Terry. Yeah, he did. Um, uh, some, it wasn't, some it wasn't quite right. Maybe um, just lack of training or yeah. I, I don't know. He doesn't speak great English. So it's hard to get like a proper conversation with him. Yeah. It's, um, you know, I've tried to, I, I was thinking about getting him on my show, but it would literally be like hand sit gestures yeah. and signals and, and he would make an effort. I know he would, but. Oh, it'd still be entertaining because the boy's got so much <laughs> charisma. It's untrue. Um, it really does. And it, to go through his, his his first, what are we talking? What is the record? So fourth, is it four thirty? Four thirty five by James yep. Hickey, and um, you know, oh, yeah, James, James yeah, yeah. did an awesome lift. To be fair to him, you know, he, he great lift, very very overlooked. Like uh, he just doesn't get the recognition, I guess, that he deserves for for yeah. the for the deadlift. Well, maybe these maybe these Wuss boys can take a look at him as well. I'm, I'm you hoping, you know, these. These opportunities are going to give these people a yeah. chance, you know. Because they're, you know what, and, and Misha, I love you to pieces, yeah. Um, but it, I, I'd hang my hat on Hickey, you know. It's just that, again, this is a lad with miles on the clock, you know. He's got a previous life as well, which is added to that. Um, I always find Shivakov looks good when he's he's constantly in the battle. You know, once he's one of those guys that halfway through the season starts getting better when everyone else starts breaking. You know, he starts, he does start breaking as he gets towards the tail end because he just doesn't stop. He's relentless. But you know what? I don't think he's, I don't think actually sat on his, you know, sat around just doing a bit of training with his mates has probably helped him a, a great deal. It's just based off of what you saw before. Yes, you're going to get absolute all that effort. Is he capable of it? Yes. Do I think I'll see it? No, I don't. I, if you told me it was in front of a crowd of 40,000 people at an Arnold's and, you know, um, you know, the guy's just broken his foot two minutes before, I'd probably say he's got a better chance just <laughs> because of what he is. I've, I've seen him, you know, with calf tears and stuff yeah. like that and injuries and still he'll go and pull. He needs to, he's the prodded bear. He needs to be, someone needs to sort of like, if, if you, if you said someone's going to stand behind him with like a stun gun and try and tase him before and then beat him around the head with a stick, <laughs> he'd probably pull it. But just in this environment, I, I think it's just too sort of benign for him. You, you, know? you, you don't see him getting the record. This I don't time, see right? him getting the record. No, so I, how... I, again, it, it's, you know, it depends on, the, it's always going to be dependent on those build up lifts, the environment sure. he's in and obviously what he's done post that. Yeah, will you see 420 go up? Probably, yeah. You'll see 420 go up and it, he might even make that one look a lot better than previous lift. But again, it's just at that point, that, again, we're talking 435 kilos. The game has changed so much, but it is a massive, massive weight. Massive weight. I think when I, uh, that's my best lift, 435. Yeah. When, I, when I pulled that, I believe at the time it was about the sixth or seventh biggest lift of all time. So now <laughs> it's, it's only good enough for, for the old man, man record. <laughs> crazy, isn't it? Absolutely crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I wish him well. I, and I do hope he gets to the other side of it. Okay. It's just that my head and my heart just say this time, I, I can't see it based off of what I saw last time. It just doesn't seem to suit him. So what about the, the, Big boy record, the the five hundred one, Thor's current record. It, Makarov it, versus Rauner Heindler head the to head. One person I genuinely thought could always do it 
is Rauno. Rauno strikes me as the guy that you know, you know with regardless of the the shark eating calves, you know, he is he is the guy that if if you gave if someone could look after him for one year and say do us a favour, we're going to put our, all our eggs in one basket. You got twelve months. I reckon he can do it. I really do, and I, I don't. That's that's not a sort of shrug of the shoulders. Oh yeah, probably. No, I I think he can do it. Um, it's just again, he pushes hard, really hard. The four hundred for reps, you know, the other bits and pieces you see in training and stuff like that. He he's relentless. Going for a max lift, post all that, it, it something's got to give. You can't. It, it's it's I, not. I, unfortunately, it's not a focus. Unfortunately, I tend to agree. I think, um, and let's let's remember when he went for that four hundred for reps, that last rep. For those that haven't seen it, go and watch it. But that last yeah. rep, and he, he says himself, glory, the man. hardest rep of his life. He ends up collapsing on the floor, lying down for a good yeah. few minutes where he just, you know, he gave everything. And it's just the, the, the aftermath of that. His body is going to, there has to he be. Might have only, he might have only just got over that. Yeah. And you can't repeak. I'm sorry. No. You just can't well, he, he just no. doesn't have the time to repeak. No. So no. He's, either, he's either hoping that strength carries through. Yeah, yeah. And, um, which, which, mate, you know, again, will you, do you reckon he's going to pull 480? Yeah, I do. And, and I think do you know it's, what? it's going to be an interesting one because this is, a, this is actually a head-to-head. -head. So one thing that, um, that I found out recently, that this is a head-to-head -head between the two. So, yes, there's – so the way the, the wuss works, they get yeah. appearance fee for doing it. Yeah. When it's a head-to-head, -head, there is a bonus fee for the winner. And there is also then a bonus fee for a world record. Yeah. So that, are they head-to-head -head in the same facility? They're not in the same facility. Okay. So they're still in different yeah. locations. I just wondered because, you know, being that side, neck of the woods sort of thing, I know it's yeah. still a six, seven thousand well, miles Russia, away, Russia's a big, big country. Big place, yeah. <laughs> you know, around, but around the, the difference Australia. being, this, this is Makarov's, this is his sole focus. Well, this is something I was going to say because we had the, the, um, the log this week with um, Rob and Luke, who were both training for World's Strongest Man. Yep. Now you've got two guys that aren't going to World's Strongest Man. And Makarov, I mean, Rauno, I can't really see him getting a world record after the effort he's just given. Makarov, everything has been about this lift. Yep. This and has been what, everything two years? for him. Yeah. Two and a half years? It's, it's, you know, he's a great lifter in other things, but we don't even see that because no. the focus is always on the deadlift. And that's where this, you know, and we've seen all the bits and pieces. We've seen everyone sort of saying, oh, this is fake plates and stuff like that. Well, there's no escaping it now. This is going to be a true identifier of exactly what it is. No, he, um, he's looking like a tank. He looks big. He looks yeah. strong. I just... Confident as well. I just feel we might be going back to that, you know, the, 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 the gym bro, if you like, just going for the 300 kilo week in, week out. And actually... It starts to get worse. And when I, I just, was his last major attempt at something which would we class as ninety-five percent? Well, he does some ridiculous stuff because he's been doing some crazy pulls from different heights. Yeah. So he's, he's handling the weight, but yeah. even handling the weight, yeah, taxes the body. Yeah, because they're saying and you're conditioning I heard, yourself. I don't know. I haven't seen this myself, but someone told me he did three, uh, two. Uh, sorry, four hundred ninety kilos in the gym. Yeah, four hundred ninety kilos. To 502 kilos, only 12 kilo jump. It's very easy to but, think only 12 kilo jump. That's massive. But then there's two, there's, two, there's two factors to that. 12 kilo jump at that level is still huge. Yeah. And has his body recovered, recovered. 
I know how hard it is when, it, when it, like I've pulled around the 430 mark a number of times. Yeah. And I need about a month to recover from that. Yeah. Before then, you know, I need a month to just recover to then go into another training cycle. That's that. That's the issue. And the I think I think I like, think we'll see some big pulls. I don't know that yeah. we'll see a world record. No. And, and again, let's not downplay it. If if we watch these guys pull four eighteen above, that's special territory again. Look, you if know, we see these guys pull four fifty five, a thousand pounds. Yeah. That's there's still only a handful of guys that are going over yeah. those kind of weights. Yeah. And the one thing with Makarov, having seen you know. As you say, those funkier lifts, I like that because it's not, you know, you do look at it and just go, it's a bit, bit abstract. Why would you do that? Exactly. Why would you do that? You're learning because you're going to somewhere where you've never been before. You're trying to land on the moon uh, and you can't do what everyone tells you to do. You can't follow a normal program because maybe you nope. have done it and it hasn't worked. So let's throw some weird stuff in and see how my body responds because having a formulaic approach to something that only two people on earth have got anywhere near and they've they're the only two people to get anywhere near it and and by doing it you know you have to think outside the box he's not you know he's not I, I agree i mean you go back to the days of paul anderson who used to do all sorts of different height squats and yep. you know various different lifts and sometimes you just got to go with your instinct. And he's, he's very much that kind of, you know, it doesn't look like he, he works with coaches or anything like that. I mean, I might be wrong. I, I don't know. But um, he just go, seems to go on feel. Yeah. And some of the best athletes in the world have, have turned out, you know, that way. So if you learn and trust in what you're doing and you have faith in what you're doing, Eddie has shown it that can't, way. It can't be that bad what he's doing. The guy's pulled... Yeah. Well, he's pulled four seven. I think four seventy was it. He pulled last time he went for a, for a big big effort yeah. before yeah. the five hundred. There's not many people in the world pulling those numbers. So whatever he's doing, it's working. Yeah. We just we'll wait and see. And wish him luck. Same to Ryan as Without well. Quest. He seems like a yeah. really cool guy as well. I've yeah. had brief conversations with him. Again, a little bit of um, a language barrier, but seems really cool. I wish him the best. I know you do. And we will we'll be back Monday for the for the results. Yeah. Right, guys, that is it for today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you comment below. Let us know what you think is going to happen this week with the deadlift. And also, don't forget to fire out some names you think it's worth us checking out. We probably have, but it's always worth mentioning new people. We just want to find the best up-and-comers across the world. Also, results from different countries. I know there's a few more competitions happening right now. Uh, hard for us to to find all the results there's you know little uh, competitions that go on worldwide but if you know of any and you've got some good results that you can send us through please feel free to send them lastly don't forget to go and check out team affinity on instagram and what's the website at, at the caveman i am the caveman i am the caveman apologize i am the caveman.com uncle laws for your discount on there we'll be back next week take it easy